The Bike Conference, which stands for Build Your Teaching Experience, is an annual all-day event consisting of multiple breakout sessions following a keynote speaker. This event has been held in different locations for many years and attracts educators from around the province. The goals of the conference are to bring K-12 teachers, administrators, and clinicians from across Manitoba together to share inspiring messages and experiences and to participate in hands-on learning around technology education. There's a great variety of sessions on relevant and diverse topics, tools, and experiences to immediately implement in practice. The theme for 2023 was bite-sized technology infusion, inspired by the idea that everyone is able to make small, daily learning gains in an overwhelming education environment. The conference was just held this past Friday, and the keynote speaker was Jen Giffen. She's a teacher librarian and ed tech consultant from Ontario. She has a Master of Education degree from the University of Toronto and is a specialist in education technology. She is a Google innovator, sketch noter, host of her own podcast, student voice ambassador, mom of three boys, and loves a good dad joke. Former player of the game in school, she now seeks to ensure that learning is authentic and relevant, especially for struggling students. You can follow her on all social media platforms at Virtual GIF. We've presented at Byte for many years, and we were so excited to return to an in-person conference after two years online. Take a few minutes to listen to our biggest takeaways from Byte 2023. You'll hear about some new tools and ideas, as well as some great educators to connect with on social media. Welcome to KG Education's Cultivating Connection podcast, enlightening conversations and guided meditations to inspire and connect educators. I'm Leah Oback. And I'm Devin Caldwell. We're the Kenton Girls, and together we make up KG Education. Through interviews and self-care practices, we'll share our passion for professional learning, wellness, and community to cultivate connections for educators everywhere. We believe that teachers are stronger and more impactful educators when they're connected and cared for, and it's our mission to support you with teaching, technology integration, and teacher wellness. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and our website at kgeducation.ca. Connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. And now for the most recent episode of our podcast. We are just on our way home from the Bike Conference in Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. It was our first conference back in person after three years. This is a a conference in Manitoba that we've been going to for over a decade together and it was so exciting to be back and we just decided we'd record this podcast in the vehicle on our drive home to share with you some of the highlights from our experience at this year's conference. 54321 is a reflection and response strategy that we like to use in the classroom and we decided that we would do a 54321 of our takeaways and reflections on this year's 2023 bike conference in Portage La Prairie. So the first thing we're going to share is five big ideas that we're taking away from the conference. I think the biggest idea was the importance of connecting with fellow educators. Like I mentioned, it was so wonderful to be back at this event, uh, to see teachers that we hadn't seen in a few years, uh, in many cases to see people in person that we've been working with online, and in some cases to like meet people in person who we've only ever met online. It was just 
wonderful to be together, to share ideas, to learn, and to, to connect. So I'm so grateful that we have these opportunities uh, coming back again after the pandemic, that we have the, the chance to go out to conferences and work with other teachers. The day started with a really great keynote. Her name's Jen Giffen. She's from Toronto, and she's a teacher librarian who does a lot of work with educational technology. You can find her on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to share that information at the end, along with some other people to follow. Um, her keynote this morning was all about the game of education, basically how to help kids play the game of education, recreate the game of education, change the rules in the game of education, and just make education a process that's way more accessible and engaging to all of our learners. So we got some great takeaways from Jen's keynote. And one of the things she emphasized was the importance of process over product. So she talked about how when we just value the end product or mark the end product, that that can be really discouraging for a lot of our learners. And a couple of simple strategies that she shared to think about for us as teachers were things like using a single point rubric, helping kids develop portfolios that show their work in different stages, and even just considering the amount of feedback that we give our learners and cutting it back to simplify and to make it like a little bit more straightforward for them to navigate. I think the graphic she showed when she was talking about that was keeping it as simple as a heart symbol and a light bulb symbol and just providing the things you love and then a few ideas for next time. And I really like that. She also talked about the value of an authentic opportunity for kids or the value of an authentic audience. And again, her strategies for this were very accessible. A couple of examples for how to provide authentic opportunities for learners were things like giving learners the opportunity to practice oral language skills by actually talking to someone else, whether that be senior buddies or another class, um, having students connect from different classrooms to talk about a book and share their ideas. Maybe it's through video calling or recording video messages. There's lots of uh, technology that supports that kind of authentic opportunity. I think this really resonated with Leah and I so much because we have long embraced project-based learning and inquiry-based learning where the idea comes from our kids. And we've you know, seen so many times that that's where kids are most excited and most engaged, but it's something that matters to them and it's something that's being done for an authentic audience or for a very real purpose. So her notion of authenticity was really a powerful one today. It also leads into the third big idea that we took from Jen, uh, which was to give kids the license to learn, to give them that control and freedom to explore their interests and their passions at school as part of their day. Um, and she, again, she shares strategies um, and teaching approaches that can help us do that. So doing things like project-based learning or inquiry learning, giving your learners time to work on Genius Hour or a passion project allows kids to be involved in those things that they're really excited about doing. Jen also reminded us that there's many ways to access curricular outcomes. There's not necessarily one right way to teach a topic or one right pedagogical approach. Instead, we need to look at the learners we have in front of us and think about how this could work for them and how we can make it as engaging and interesting and as suited to them as possible. Yeah, and I think in, in her analogy of changing the game that we just sometimes need to look at 
our learners and, and what hooks them and what interests them first and and think a little bit less about starting with just the outcomes in the curricular documents but really thinking about our learners and how we can best serve them. So those were our five big ideas. Now on to four. And for four, we're going to share four tools to try that we learned about today at the conference. So the first one is a favorite of ours, and that's Flip. It used to be called Flipgrid, but then was acquired by Microsoft. And Flip is such a powerful way for kids to connect asynchronously all over the world, as well as participate in all kinds of interesting projects. Leah and I have used Flip to run online book clubs before. It's been a wonderful collaboration tool for Global Read Aloud. And now that Microsoft's acquired it, they've blended in some of their fantastic accessibility tools to make it even more usable for learners of diverse abilities. A tool that was new to me was called Quick Draw. I attended Jen's session on sketchnoting, and she used this uh, game to show how using artificial intelligence to recognize uh, someone's basically scribbles or drawings on the screen as recognizable objects and that is what powers auto draw tools that we see inside other apps. I attended a session all about Google Read and Write and I'm going to share more about that in a little bit but it's just a simple extension that is free and is like a powerhouse of features to make text more accessible to learners of all abilities. So Google Read and Write is a tool I'm excited to take back and use with middle year students and kids on my resource caseload. Another tool worth checking out is called the Noun Project. The Noun Project is like basically a huge uh, database of icon images that you can use with attribution. Uh, so if you're looking for little icons for your students to use or for you to use in your uh, learning materials, it's an excellent resource, the Noun Project. So those are our four tools we recommend you try. For three, we want to suggest three people for you to follow on social media. So our keynote, Jen Giffen, she's on social media as Virtual GIF, and that's G-I-F-F. Also find the Byte Conference online as Byte Conference on Twitter and Byte underscore conference on Instagram. Our third recommendation for someone to follow is Thompson Class. And this is our friend and colleague, Kirsten Thompson. She's the ICT coordinator for Mountain View School Division. And she shares tons of engaging content, lots of really relevant tech tips and ideas. So give Kirsten a follow at Thompson class. For two, we want to share about the two sessions we were able to attend. Leah and I were fortunate to present all afternoon. We attended the keynote together in the morning and then we went our separate ways to each attend one session. So Leah, you were at a sketchnoting session with Jen Giffen. Yeah, I learned more from Jen after her keynote in Sketchnoting 101. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I've done a little bit of sketch noting and I'm getting more comfortable with it and thinking about ways I can integrate that um, as a technology coach. So some of the things that uh, Jen had us thinking about uh, were like elements that you might include in sketch noting. So things like uh, titles or hierarchies, like adding bullets, um, lists, experimenting with color using little images or doodles to represent things like as a metaphor and 
different fonts, just even really simple ones that can make your uh, graphic more interesting. The big idea behind sketchnoting is really to capture the key information. So for me, um, I, I really appreciated her message that it's about ideas, not art. I don't identify as an artist. I don't feel very comfortable with like drawing or artwork. Uh, but sketchnoting has lots of access points and Jen reassured us that it is really about the information and it's a great way to promote attention to what we're learning and also retention of what we've learned by, by finding a way to record that important information and then refer back to it. So it was a session that I really enjoyed. I made some sketch notes. I'll have to share them uh, on our social media as well. And I would definitely follow Jen Giffen for more information on sketchnoting. She was a great presenter. Well, and the thing about sketchnoting is we all have those students or know those people, or maybe you are one, who loves to doodle as you're sitting there listening. So rather than expecting kids to always take traditional notes, giving them the opportunity to doodle and draw and use that as a way to organize the main takeaways or the key points into something aesthetically pleasing, I've seen that really work for kids and also adult learners too. So consider trying sketchnoting in your classroom. So the session I went to was with a teacher from Portage La Prairie School Division, Andrew Dukers, hope I got that name right, and he shared about Google Read and Write, and it was just an excellent session. I learned so much to take back to my school and my resource role. So with Google Read and Write, it's just a free extension that you download and add to your Google Chrome toolbar. It works in all of like the Google tools, like in Google Slides, Google Docs, um, those kinds of things. And then you can download a second tool called Orbit Note so that you can use the Google Read and Write features with PDFs as well. And Orbit Note works seamlessly with your Google Drive. So the things I really liked the best was you just have this toolbar that's floating there and you can use it online or in the Google tools. And something that was really cool was the vocabulary. So of course it reads the words to students. It also does speech to text, but with the vocabulary, you can highlight key terms and then click on a button and it turns it into definitions for students. And it will even provide a visual de um, definition as well. Or if you use the dictionary feature, it will give you the words that define it as well as an image for some of our students who are more visual learners. So I really, really like that feature as well. Um, another thing that's great for students who struggle with attention or filtering out distractions is you can click a button and it takes a busy web page and turns it into just like a clean white page with your text on it with no other distractions. And then you can use all of the Google Read and Write features on this distraction-free page. So as a resource teacher, I'll plan to introduce it to all of our middle years classrooms um, as the whole class because I want everyone to know about these tools and be able to use them if they choose to. And then I'll probably provide some individualized instruction for the students who just maybe need a little extra to start using it independently. I've always been a Microsoft um, teacher, so I've used all of the Microsoft tools, but I'm excited to bring these Google options to our middle year students who do use a lot of Google things. So those are our two sessions that we attended and we got a lot out of in just an hour of time. And we want to wrap up this episode with one inspiring quote. 
So our keynote, Jen Giffen, shared some really nice quotes um, that I photographed, of course, with my phone. And this was one that we really liked. Remember that a curriculum is our best guess at what our students need to be successful in their lives. Nothing more. And that's from Will Richardson. And I think it's just reminding us that yes, the curriculum is there to tell us what's important and to guide us in our instruction. But of course, it's our students that are always at the center of that. Thank you so much for joining this um, quick little episode of our 54321 of Byte Conference. If you were at Byte, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on social media. Um, Leah and I are both on Twitter, India0309, Leah077. We're on Instagram and Facebook as kgeducation.ca. So tag us in some of your big takeaways. We'd love to hear about them. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's topic in the show notes. If you know another educator who'd enjoy this podcast, please share it with them. And give us some feedback too. We'd appreciate your rating and review in the app you're using to listen to this. Keep growing, learning, and taking care of yourself. The world needs educators like you.